Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories as your no-so crew goes on a little deep dive in the ratings war between WCW and WWF. We're coming off the heels of Fall Brawl 2000, but we're on now. We already have a pay-per-view cup coming this week as for Unforgiven for WWF. Mm, I gotta be honest, Dad. The anticipation for me is pretty low. I agree. And what's weird about that is mm, they've really built up one match for months now that's pretty hot. It's white hot. The world title matches just slapped together again, but that's all right. But we'll talk about that later. Right now, we're going to limp out of uh, Fall Brawl. You said we're on the heels. In yep. this instance, I think it would be a pair of high heels, and one of the heels broke off. Like the, Let's say the left. The left we here. tore our Achilles coming out of that pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. We have had a stinger. Uh, there it is. But I am your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey, yo. Yo, hey. We're going to talk some wrestling today. There we go. And the ch- 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 chosen one, Mike Boobel. Back to you, Jurassic Clapass. Right, come on, man. Shove it up your ass, you prick. Blow it up your ass. So, let's go to September 18th, the year 2000. It's my... Uh, it's my mama's birthday on the 18th, so got that going for her. This is quite the birthday present for her. <laughs> you know what, Joe? Save the drama for your mama. But no, it, but today you but shouldn't. Today shouldn't. you should give her a present and like a cake because it's her birthday. No drama on your birthday. Somebody call my mom. Mm-hmm. Ooh, come on, call my mom. We're in uh, Kirchner, Ontario, Canada. Kitchener. 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 Catcher. Catcher. Catcher in the Y. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Worcester. Worcester. We're in Canada. We're in, we're in Ontario. We're on the Thames by Hidley on Mass on Stratford on Even, England. Crikey. Good day, mate. England. <laughs> Blimey, eh? <laughs> Sorry, lass. Sorry. That's a, wow. You guys know England. Hi. Hi. <laughs> well, is it, well, Corey, the Beatles are from Canada. They there do. it is. <laughs> Well, they're from London. London, Tennessee. Canada. Yeah, London, Tennessee, baby. <laughs> Michael, they're correctly uh, pointing out the big su- sumo uh, uh, fixation in England. Hey, you didn't know about that? Big population. <laughs> so let's go to Monday Nitro. <laughs> We're going to Monday Nitro with the commentary team of one, Tony Schiavone, Mark Madden, and Scott Hudson. All right, we're back to the A-team. We're back to the A-team. We're also back to photo stills from Fall Brawl. The filthy animals versus the natural born thrillers and the dead man Orndorf on the ground. So we have to share that. So, guys. Trying to steal my gimmick. Actually, that was actually live video of Orndorf moving. There it is. Uh, quick recap uh, Paul Orndorf got a stinger in the match, the elimination match. So, uh, Charles Robinson, being Charles Robinson, says, All right, we're stopping this uh, match. So, what does Russo do? Well, we're going to continue it on Monday Night Raw. Nitro. So, Oh, Nitro. So, we're going to... Uh, Joe knows wrestling shows. I do. I have... So, we're going to restart it. I didn't hate this idea. I did. It was I didn't like the weird. Match. He doesn't want to see the end of it. He's like, fuck it. It was weird, but I, I didn't hate it. I don't mind the idea behind it. It's good to give, you know, conclusion. I, uh, the I, completist in me enjoyed it a I lot. Do lo- I do love to complete. I honestly, uh, I went... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I went... my inner Madden here. <laughs> Will you stop? Um... <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> there it is. I honestly, once once Nitro started, I went, I swear to God, if, they, if they're restarting this match, or if, 
if they were just going to start it from the get beginning again, minus what's his nuts. I'm like, please don't. Minus, minus what's, what's his nuts. nuts. You know, that Hall of Famer Paul Orndorff. Just, you know, the most famous wrestler in the match. Reno, got it. What's his nuts. You well, ever seen no. Paul Orndorff from a man's heart at the same time? I don't think so. You will on prime time. So, no, we're going to... We're going to restart the match. However, it would be Ray and Tigress versus Chuck Palumbo, Mike Sanders, Mark Jindrak, and Sean O'Hare. So guaranteed, Thrillers aren't winning. I mean, Jer- uh, Jindrak with the reverse TKO, uh, O'Hare with the sit-down powerbomb. O'Hare goes for the Sean Tom, but Jindrak, uh, while J- oh, Jindrak is uh, held Ray, but Ray moves and Jindrak takes the Sean Tom. Tigers comes in and covers Jindrak while roll, uh, Ray rolls up uh, O'Hare. So they eliminate both Jindrak and O'Hare. That's not legal. Checks out. Stasiak leaves the ring and trips Ray while he's trying to uh, while he was trying the Nutcracker. Palumbo slingshots Tigers into the Ray, who's still on the top turnbuckle. Stasiak trips Ray into uh, into an over the head suplex by Palumbo. The Kiwi comes down, hits Stasiak with a chair, and throws him back into the ring. Tigers pin Stasiak while Palumbo pins Ray for the elimination of both. Uh, Tigers then rolls up Palumbo for the elimination, leaving Tigers versus Mike Sanders. Tigers puts Sanders in a super hold, and he snap mirrors her. Ray comes in low blow Sanders, and she hits the X Factor, or as they call it, the Stuff Buster, for the win. So your sole survivor in the 14-man person, person, uh, 14-person tag match, Tigris. You know what I wrote for this match? Since this is the result we got, you should release every one of the Natural Born Thrillers. They are clearly not important. This is ridiculous. That is what a current WWE thing would be. That person you just had Tigris beat four of them. No, the current WWE thing would be to halt the match at the pay-per-view release. Everybody left in it. And then forget it ever happened. I, yeah. I was what like, are you doing for this group you're pushing? Are you like, fucking kidding t- me? Tigress just beat all of them. All right. Well, cool. nice run, guys. I hate to go ultra cornet, but yeah, you should release everybody on that fucking team. I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's not even a wrestler. She's a valet. Actually, she's not even a valet. She's not even a valet. She's Ray's side piece. She's a rat. Yeah, that's her gimmick. She's the piece his wife doesn't know about. Well, knows about now. Yeah. Well. Didn't know about. Well. She's a whore. You know. Jesus Christ. We go backstage <sighs> telling security. Baffled that- by that fucking dude. Like, <laughs> baffled. We see backstage with Nash telling uh, security guys that those thrillers maybe need a coach. Oh. Then we see Goldberg's locker room door. Then we come back from commercial and the thriller's like, I don't, like, I feel like it was like mid promo because like, I just don't get it. I don't get it. Everything's like everyone's saying like, "What did you say?" Like, my for me, um, I think Jindrak or Hare said something. Or, or I actually like that. It doesn't make any sense. We're like, we would just all of a sudden catch the beginning of the conversation. We should just come in the middle yeah. of it. Yeah, because we come in the middle of it, and then uh, <laughs> I come in the middle of the time. There it is. Uh, Kevin Nash has his faithful chalkboard and showing them the, the X and O's, and you he suck. fills it out, and it spells out, you suck. <laughs> Coach Nash is a godsend. So, like, this is why what you said on the paper you made perfect sense, but they couldn't do it. Orndorff is the hard-boiled teacher. Because Nash, again, is the smartest man in the company. 
he has figured out a way to stay on TV, thus giving the star power without actually having to do anything. And he's just going to coach the thrillers. Somebody who's been under that Jeff Jarrett learning tree. <laughs> right. Ain't he great? <laughs> uh, speaking of not great photo stills of Fall Brawl. This motherfucker books himself into retirement. Now he's a coach. Books he's... himself into a porn star match. Remember <laughs> right? that? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so we get uh, photo stills from Fall Brawl of Booker and Kevin Nash and Goldberg and Steiner, your two main events. Uh, Goldberg's music hits and then security hits the door, but it's one Vince Russo coming out. Then we get the full intro for Russo, and then so is it Vince Goldberg or Bill Russo? Bill Russo. <laughs> Bill sounds. Bill, that doesn't sound very threatening. Bill Here's Bill Russo. He's that's my father's name. <laughs> he's gonna do your sir. My father was William Russo. <laughs> yeah, you can call Gold me Bill. Russo you can call down. me Bill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get a promo by one Bill as he's received a registered letter. Uh, dear Mr. Russo, your on, your uh, your honor, sir. Right. Uh, he fucked up reading it. So. Yeah. Well, this is what I heard. So this is well, no, no, Russo fucked it up. Yeah. Joe went to the Vince Russo uh, reading. I verbatimly, <laughs> verbatimly. Like I said, he went to the Vince Russo uh, reading and diction academy. Dear Mr. Russo, you you your honor, sir. After getting my ass handed to me at Fall Brawl by Scott Steiner, I came to the conclusion that I'm not worthy working at WCW or working for you, you icon Vince Russo. And right here, I wrote, they have fucked Goldberg beyond repair because the crowd started cheering. Yeah. There was a very anti-Goldberg Your vibe. At one point, there was a Goldberg sucks chant in the middle. I was like, well, fold the company up. There's no Shivani, point continuing. Shivani even mentions it later in the show, like how we're in a bizarro world. And they're in Crockett Strongland. Yeah. And these people don't like Russo. Nope. It's not like they've chosen Russo over Goldberg. Nope. They've just screwed him up so much. They're like, yeah, fuck it. Goldberg yep. sucks. Get him out of here. Fold the company. To, you literally have nothing left to do. God to continue it. with the registered letter, truth is you've given nope. me time and time again to name myself, and time and time again I have to failed you and the fans. I, Bill Goldberg, am a disgrace and not worthy. I am a loser, and at this point I have no other choice but to resign from WCW. Loser babies, so why don't you As far as the kids go, I'm no hero, never was, never will be. If the kids want to look up for guidance and love, be, they would be looking up to Vince Russo. Because the fact is that I will never and never be half the man you are. P.S. Mr. Russo, you are my God. Hmm. So we got that <laughs> off their hands. Russo then brings up one Scott Steiner. Steiner says that he's the only genetic freak, and he says that he uh, he said he would beat Goldberg's bald ass, and he did. Steiner said he wanted to beat Goldberg up, uh, not uh, not to have him retire. The crowd then starts chanting, "Goldberg sucks." I just, I see the issue, I see the problem, and it's something that's out of their hands in a way. Did you hear the crowd though? The crowd wants to be behind Steiner. Mm-hmm. The crowd loves this character. Because I, I marked this down because he says that um, Steiner says he wants to be champion. WCW heavyweight champion. And the crowd pops. We uh, we talked about it a year ago before he came back to the NWO 2000. Yeah. He was there. Mm-hmm. And All they had to do was just give him the belt. This, this The character is so over with the crowd that they've decided, fuck it. We want this guy. I know he's a heel. But they're sacrificing. The crowd but is he's, sacrificing. He's Goldberg. a heel in the way the outsiders were heels. Like he's not. He's yeah. a, the coolest fucking heel on earth, dude. Those promos he's cutting, dude. I mean, I mean, Jesus. 
There's another one later. Steiner, <laughs> Steiner says he doesn't care about Sting or Booker. He'll beat them both. Russo asks Steiner, why does he think he has a title shot? This brings out Jeff Jarrett. Jarrett says if anyone deserves a title shot, it's him. Jarrett says that uh, Sting didn't beat him last week, and he deserves a title shot. Steiner says the only thing uh, Jarrett deserves is a foot up his ass, and then they get face-to-face. <laughs> Russo says the, the, uh, he will be the only, he'll be the only one to determine who gets the title shot. This brings out Kevin Nash. They were in Memphis together, right? Wasn't all oh, the yeah. signers in Memphis? Yep. Yeah. Scott was. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, Nash says that he's the only one that should be getting a title shot because he's the ex-champ, and he was cheated out of his match last night. And since he's the ex-champ, he deserves a rematch. Means the rules. Russo says everyone deserves all what they what the, uh, everyone uh, deserves that all of them deserve a title shot. Uh, but Russo says, you know what? We're make a tag match, and like, whoever gets the pinfall will get the title shot. Of course they do. It would be Steiner and Jarrett versus the tag team of Kevin Nash and Vince Russo. Say what now? Uh, Kevin Nash and. Vince Russo, as Russo's lifelong dream has been to be the WCW heavyweight champion. WCW started in 1988, but sure. Lucky, luckily for us, uh, Kevin Nash had the same exact reaction you did. <laughs> what now? Start, Nash had the what? You had to run that by they, all have, they all have confused looks on their faces. Russo leaves the ring, and Steiner makes sure to say, My Johnson is bigger than your arms. <laughs> I mean... That's Medesia. Who Uh We come back Ooh. from commercial. Hey, no. We come back from <laughs> commercial. Uh, Jared and Steiner are telling Nash in the back to he needs to fix this, and Nash is like, "I have the night off, buddy. I'm off. <laughs> you deal with it. You deal with it." <laughs> <laughs> then we get photo stills of the scaffolding match. <laughs> then we Why? get. Then we get a Shane Douglas Tory Wilson promo, and that's when I said. Why? <laughs> what is happening here? Oh, so hold on. Did you guys catch it when they were walking out because they're morons? They don't know how to space anything. It says the franchise Tory Wilson. I was like, well, I mean, she'd probably be my number one. Sort pick. of. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You can't. You supposed to say with Tory? Like, yeah, don't worry about it. Morons. There's a. Uh, there's a. Uh, yeah. A pick in there. <laughs> Uh, Douglas says that he backs up Oof. his guarantee and says that, yeah, uh, <laughs> if there's anyone in the back that wants to take the Pittsburgh plunge and get franchised, they can come out. That's kind of dirty. Really. That's anybody want to take the Pittsburgh plunge. It's where I shit in your mouth. And, but don't worry, <laughs> someone who might like it, the Kiwi and Paisley come God out. Yep. Move on from that. So our mm. next match, Not guys. Our next match is Shane Douglas and Tory versus Kiwi and Paisley. That's a, that's a no sell for me, dog. God damn it. Um, they they announced that Medusa and Kidman have injuries and will be sidelined for a bit as Kid, Kidman might re-injured the injuries he got from the new <laughs> Blood Rising pay-per-view. Kidman, he fell six feet under a bunch of pillows. And what actually said was that Kidman was like, yeah, uh, we're having a couple weeks off because you fucking suck. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. Where are my friends again? <laughs> He's like, I could be a radical. <laughs> yeah. you know, he could be the new radical. I could lose to Steve Blackman. Yeah. yeah. Easy. I'll put over Al <laughs> I mean, Come on. Let's not get ridiculous. Uh, Tori tries to take a swing at Kiwi, but he blocks her and then plants a kiss on her. Paisley then comes over and Tori hey, kicks her. Job. It's true. It's true. Kicks her in the gut. 
Douglas hits the franchiser but stops the count because Paisley's saying she wants the girl. Douglas then has Kiwi tag in Paisley. Uh, but Kiwi, sir. Kiwi. Lawsuit. Uh, and then uh, Douglas is going to tag in Tori but stops and then hits the franchiser on Paisley for the win. And then he does Corey's five count. Five. <laughs> Saginaw's. King Kong, King Kong franchiser. We go backstage with Russo doing a push-up. Oh, no, he's on he 3,000. He's on 3,000, sir. Oh, yeah. How dare you? My ass. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> you can't do 3,000 push-ups. Corey, now go. I can do it right now. We'll, we'll wait. Go. He's going to do we'll, it the way Russo did it. We'll count him out. He, hear me out. I'm a professional, <laughs> so I need to let me do the show. And then we're for no, no. Hey, Then no. we'll talk afterwards. Our fans want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you hang on, guys. Oh, oh my back. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. Uh, Kevin Nash comes in the ra- uh, room and says, uh, Russo says he has a plan, but we go to commercial. <laughs> we go, we come back, and we have Kevin Nash's famous whiteboard. And Nash, uh, Russo's the one writing. However, Nash goes, hey, you're missing something. And make sure to write the third leg down. <laughs> <laughs> so Russo's like, oh, there, better. Can uh, we just get a shirt? It's like the Austin shirt. It just says Nash's third leg. Nash's third, yeah. If you know, you know. Uh, Nash, uh, Russo wants Nash to come out, lay out Steiner and Ru- Jarrett, and so Russo can get the pin. Uh, Nash says, hey, man, you're missing some stuff. And then he spells out, bite me on the board. <laughs> As he leaves, and Russo's yelling, this is serious. <laughs> we go backstage with Pamela Paul Shuck with Sting and Booker. Tonight, they're both taking each other on for the title. Booker T says so. he, he respects Sting, and he hopes he has the same from Sting. Sting says, uh, save the intensity for the match. Booker says, this interview is over. And then Booker attacks Sting. Classic baby face. I was like, what is I happening? I was so confused. <laughs> Classic baby face, Booker. Just punch him the fire of the face. <laughs> I don't... I, I don't know what just happened. So, God but, damn it. Uh, but can I just say something here? Security stops them, by the way. But, I yeah. knew as soon as he attacked him, for some reason, my first thought was, this is going on like mid-show. Yep. Yeah, that's what we talked about. It's the Booker T title run. Show's in the main event. That's, that's all. I was like, yep. I was just so confused by this because they're like, I respect you. I hope you respect me too. I do, Book. Save the attention Attack. for the match. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> it's what true. You to me? <laughs> it's I'm true. for you. It's true. Sting, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I was Summer so serious, like not again. <laughs> then, so yeah, uh, Booker and uh, Sting are now bitter enemies. We'll go on later on. Good friends, better enemies. We go backstage with the cat as Disco comes in with a duck. Uh, Don't get your goose out of here. Uh, Di- Disco tells uh, Cat that Sting and Booker are fighting, and uh, Disco says that he's a bigger star and that the cat sucks. So the cat then chal- so the cat challenges Disco to a match, and if Disco wins, he can be commissioner for the day. But Disco's like, "What? This is what confuses me." He's like, "So then, what do I put on the line?" And Disco's, Disco's like, an "Idiot." Then Disco's like, "You know what? I'll put the tag titles on the line. If I lose, <laughs> you could strip Ray and Uvi. Uh Okay. <laughs> Then we go backstage with Sting destroying his locker room with a bat and Booker uh, pacing back and forth throws a chair. Then we cut to the disco and the filthy animals. Disco telling them... to the filthy filthy end of disco. (laughs) uh, Disco and filthy animals to calm down. Uh, He says all they have to do is do the run-in and then he'll be commissioner. 
Uh, Cat sees us in the ring and says, hey, if any of the filthy animals come out, they will be sent home for three months without pay. Damn. Disco's really dumb. So our next match is the Cat versus Disco. Um, Cat rolls up Disco for the win. It was legitimately like a 20-second match. All right. The animals are stripped of the titles as then they run down to chase Disco through the uh, crowd. Uh, so the first thought in my head was, I was like, I swear to God, if there's a fucking tournament, I'm quitting the, the war stories. <laughs> I'm not watching it. You guys well, can have fun. We'll I'll come out. back at the end. We'll find out. We'll Fuck find out what's going to happen. This shit. Um, we go back. <laughs> well, we don't know yet. We'll I'm t- find out. I'm tagging, I'm tagging hope, Jeff back in. Let's hope on Fuck the midweek this. they announce that there's going to be a... Uh, Tournament. You better hope not. I hope so. I'm not going to be here next week. Okay. <laughs> Fucking out. Uh, nice to know you, Senor Bubel. Uh, we go backstage with Nash Walks. Got my Nash schedule. Nash and the Steiner and Jarrett's locker room. Coming Nash. for the award show. <laughs> Nash says that he's out of the match. Um, Nash tells them that they can set it straight tonight since they're in the match. Yeah, you do it. You're wrestling him. <laughs> we no. see, then we see Disco getting in a car with the Philly Animals driving, uh, chasing after him as he drives away. So... Again, I don't. This makes me laugh every time. Disco gets a giant fucking SUV, but Sid gets a little Toyota Tercel. <laughs> yes. yep. What are we doing? Yep. <laughs> the answer is yes. Um, you mentioned Sid at the uh, National Car Rental like desk doing a Seinfeld. Oh yeah. What do you mean you gave my car to Disco Inferno? That's the but reservation. I, I got you a can reservation. Take the reservation. <laughs> oh, I don't think you can keep the reservation. My question is, how many times has somebody? I'm just. He's, oh yeah, I'm taking one right now. How many times do you think somebody went up to like the car dealership and said that they were Sid? Oh, yeah. oh, like shoot named everything, and then when like, that episode came out, they probably were like I hate my job right now. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, Caesar's Palace with the Hangover. Yeah, that's so. Probably... I talked to one of those. She's like, we get it all the fucking time, and I just want to punch them in the face. That's... Is this beeper friendly? <sighs> that's probably my favorite little bit from Seinfeld. I mean, there's so many great ones, but yeah. that's probably my favorite. Yeah, you My, had, mine's you, our Vandalay. Oh, I beg to you, differ. You had, <laughs> you had the rental, uh, yeah. and then you gave it away. Anybody can take, take a reservation. reservation. So I'm taking one right now. <laughs> something kind of happened that to my, one of my friends. Um, he is moving friends. from uh, Salem down to here, yeah. and he ordered... That's, on, a good, that's a good job on him. Corey loves Salem. On the he did on the rental app of I think whatever um, U-Haul, and he did like a rental of a truck and a stuff like that on the app, mm-hmm. and he drives Ubers all the way down here, and the app didn't take the reservation, and then he's like, but you it sh- like I got the confirmation I have everything, but the system doesn't have the confirmation they have nothing. So then he's like on the phone and he's like on the phone for like half an hour. Like, hey, I spent a $50 Uber to come down here. Someone's giving me a damn truck. And I like message him like, hey, if you need to ride back up, I'll do it. But then he's like, I just got through to somebody and we're good to go. But like a minor Seinfeld moment there. Of, yeah, like, you I'd took the reservation. But oh, you took it. You didn't hold it. Whenever I'm in a parking garage, I have that Seinfeld moment. I'm like. Where did I park? Where did I park? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, ass man. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, commentary brings up that the WCW title will be on the line, that there's bad blood between Booker and Sting as of 10 <laughs> no, minutes ago. No, there's not. 
Well, we just manufactured some three minutes ago, so damn it, you're wrong. Uh, it's a grunge match. Lazy booking. <laughs> they bring up uh, who's going to be Russo's partner as Mark Madden says, is it someone from WCW or is it someone out of WCW? We'll find out. Who the uh, fuck would it be? Yeah, I'm like, like <laughs> I'm like in September of 2000. I t- the only option would be a yet another wrestler from ECW. I was just, it, got tired of the checks bouncing, it, which could have been the entire roster at that point. That's why Lance Storm was there. I thought it, I honestly thought it'd be someone from WCW if it was, would be someone. But then we get an offsite once again. The Tanay David Flair thing that we had to so watch the show this way at the pay per view on the, the uh, on uh, Fall Brawl 2000, which you can listen to at nosoentertainment.com or Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, so yeah, it's this whole thing all over again. David lost his damn mind. He attacks the mailman. And then we go to M.I. Smooth in the middle of the ring as he wants Dave to come out because if the price is right, Smooth knows, might know who the daddy is. I mean, he's so smooth, he might be the daddy. David sprints down with a crowbar. Uh, smooth has a bag and uh, a videotape inside. Uh, the father of the child is on that videotape. And by the way, I don't know if you guys know this, but it was filmed with the kid cam. Um, but ba- back when the kid cam was a you thing, can't catch me because the rabbit done died. Because hmm? what? Since the kid cam was a thing a couple months ago, they um, a couple years ago, they uh, are bringing it back. Hmm. So they exchange Goody. money. So they do the little standoff of, I'll exchange the, I will give you a couple hundred bucks. You give me the tape. They do that. Then David hits smooth, and then runs off. Fail, David, fail. Take the money back. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Take the money back. Well, he's a flare. Conan would have taken it back. <laughs> uh, then we go backstage with Jarrett and Steiner. Conan would have given him counterfeit money. <laughs> That's true. Steiner and Jarrett. His face on it. <laughs> Monopoly it's money. It's K-Bucks. It's, uh, <laughs> it's K-Bucks, dog. Uh, Jarrett and Steiner barge in the Russo's office. Uh, they yell at him as he's trying to climb up the... Uh, like bleachers and try to climb out of the locker room somehow. Uh, I say Vince Russo playing a pretty good Eddie Guerrero here. Yeah. That's the part that's annoyed me is the last month or so, he's been kind of an entertaining dick, incompetent ass. You know, he's, he gets little moments where he's on top and most of the time he's scared and running for his life. It's it's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then all of a sudden he's like, hey, hey, what do you guys think of Chronic? And then they like, oh, they Jared, they go down to the ring and only do one move. And like, it's one of those things like I couldn't write what they were saying because like Steiner was yelling. And it's also like just Steiner yelling. So it's just loud, quick. And I'm like, uh, this basically what I recall they're pieces of shit. No, Corey. Yeah. I don't know if this is what happened here. But it sounded to me like Joe just shit on Scott Steiner. Oh, uh-huh. I would never. You know what? That's what it sounded like I, to it me. It sounded that way to me too, brother. Oh, I Jesus. don't know that I would do that. You want to shit on Rick Steiner? Fine. Ooh. I'm not here for that. But uh, you, uh, you put some respect on Scott Steiner's name. My phone's going right now. You go back oh, and uh, you write down what the fuck he said. I'm pulling oh, a Russo as we speak. Oh, I'm taping this fucking right God. now. Not to mention you are. You're going to put this out in the world. My He's going to hear it. Russo wants hate. He's just like Russo. One day. You guys need to settle down tonight. Booker and Sting have their match next. He's going to be like, he's going to come through that door. Which one of you motherfuckers is the host of this goddamn podcast? 
Uh, he's no. in Japan. Yeah. yeah, he's in Japan, bro. Uh, I'm on the next flight. We come back. Evil. We, go, we come back. He's at backstage. He's like, I got a brother. Take yeah, care God of damn it, Evo. <laughs> evil. Um, we come back from commercial, and uh, Flair is wanting someone to play the tape, but he can't. Terry he can't, he can't, he can't find can't a, VCR. a VCR. He can't find one. Uh, Terry no. Taylor says, "Hey, uh, that." Uh, then he, Terry Taylor comes across at, uh, average Mike Sanders. It's above, and he wants to see Russo. Uh, Sanders goes to Russo's office, and uh, Russo wants him to deliver a tape to Chronic, and but don't let him know where it came from. That's actually good. Sanders Smart. says, "Like, of course," and he's excited because Russo likes him. But then he's like, "Hey, above average, you're the best ass kisser in the business." Thank you, sir. Thank you. Get out of here. Hey guys, are you, are you excited for Thunder? Uh, we mean, get a promo because it's a Mike Tenay shoot interview with one Stacy Keebler. I can't wait to hear what nuggets of wisdom we get out of that one. Okay. Let's go to our mid name. Maybe he's the father. Who? I hope in fact today's the dad. Maybe. I'm the pappy. I'm your pappy. Let's go to our mid main event as it's Sting and Booker versus Booker T. <laughs> this main event's mid. <laughs> For the WCW Heavyweight Championship, the crowd boos Booker and Tony makes the comment like, we're in a weird area. Noah, you've booked both yeah. your top two baby faces to be incompetent, impotent idiots. And they're not going to boo Sting. Like, yeah, this is the actual Crockett area. Yes. Sting's, Sting's <laughs> is, he's a god there, so good luck. Yep. Uh, Booker with an axe kick. We get a moment of each man reversing each other's finishers, oh. and then Sting makes it into an arm breaker. Sting with a couple of Stinger splashes. Sting's going to put Booker in the Scorpion Deathlock, but Jeff Jarrett comes down. Uh, Steiner comes down too and hits Booker with an over-the-head suplex. Sting goes to the top rope. Just to, oh, he goes to the top rope, but however, everyone's on the opposite side of him, so he has to jump down and to clothesline Steiner because it was supposed to be like a top rope clothesline. Jer- yeah, he started doing like that cane thing, which is weird. Yeah, you've done it now. Uh, Jarrett hits Sting. That's the with- yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Jarrett hits Sting with the Show guitar. Knows members of that family. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No. That's, that's the uncle. Um, Jarrett put Sting. Uh, hits. And their dad somehow? That's yeah. Joe's daddy, but in a different way. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Hi, daddy. Hi, daddy. Uh, Jarrett. <laughs> was that Predator? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Yeah, that noise. I don't remember that noise. Uh, Jarrett hits Sting with the guitar. Then Jarrett puts Sting in the figure four while Steiner puts Booker in the Steiner recliner. Um, What? <laughs> Yeah, that happened. I Man, I knew we weren't getting a clean finish anyway, but Jesus. Well, that mid-main event, so. Then we go backstage with Bl- uh, Brian Clark listening to music on his Walkman. I call bullshit. <laughs> Even I'd had a discman for like five years by this point. Sanders comes in and gives him the tape to listen to. We see David trying to watch the VHS by, like, <laughs> film? Like, like, like movie theater projector film? <laughs> yeah. And, like, God Jimmy Hart shows up and he's like, hey... Dumbass, that's not how you do it, but I hear Smooth has a VCR in his limo. Thanks, Jimmy. Thanks, Jimmy. Pow. Turns around and gets hit in the back with the crowbar. Why are we beating up Jimmy Hart? Like, what are we doing? That ain't cool, poo-poo. Uh, we backstage, the he cat... He turned on Hogan one time, all of a sudden he's heel. <laughs> that should make him an eternal baby face. Right. right. Uh, cat's in his office, and he's like, has his back toward uh, away from the door, and he goes, Hey, I smell chronic. <laughs> And turns around, and boom, it's Chronic. Jesus. Chronic won, uh, said they wanted a match with the Harris Brothers tonight, but they're not here. Uh, then Chronic's like, here to listen to this tape. It's because Nazis can't get into Canada. 
Like, I don't want to listen to that tape. Uh, they want Steiner and Jarrett. Cat tells uh, Chronic that they get that they will get. He's like, I want to see them get their asses kicked. You got it. You got it. Let's see four twenty. Let's go to a promo with Lance Storm and Team Canada. Storm says he has two things: uh, that they still have major guns, and you can teach an old dog a new trick. <laughs> As Storm introduces the newest member of Team Canada, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. With, complete with a makeover. Clean shaven. Clean shaven haircut. haircut. It was off-putting, <laughs> to Come, say the least. Coming out with a Canadian flag. Not an overly attractive I was like, man. he looks older. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow the beard, like, gave him, like, 20 years of youth. Just like a primetime Elix Skipper, the reason why, uh, one reason why that uh, Jim Duggan be part of Team Canada is because he played Canada football. I'll tell you one thing, though. You say what you want about the decision to do it, but again, Jim Duggan, Jim Duggan cuts a promo, and every fucking word of it is true. Yep, and uh. it makes perfect sense. Uh, played for the Toronto Argonauts. Yeah, so did my peewee football coach. Oh, yeah, he was an active player when he coached me. Oh, well. huh. uh, Duggan says that he fought for the U.S. Some bitch, Jesus fuck. Yeah. Uh, he fought for the USA, but they thought of him as a joke. Mm-hmm. When he was fighting for his Can't life, confirm that I do. Yep, fighting uh, when he fought Goldberg, fighting for his life, thinking of his family and kids. The only thing that he could really hear is the Goldberg chants. Well, because they were cheering him because he was helping him out. He was punching the cancer out of his body. That's true. But again, Duggan's not wrong. He's not wrong on any of this. No. So he goes on that, and they go, "Let's stand for the real, fantastic an anthem, the, the Canadian." Also, anthem. not wrong. That anthem fucking... I had to hear the fucking USA anthem twice on Saturday. I was like, this fucking anthem sucks. God damn, it's terrible. Again. Facts. That truth from the old hacksaw. But MIA comes out. Stand on guard for thee. Hey, what's the new dimensions of that 2x4 now in Canada? Oh, is that like uh, 6 meters by 8 meters? I don't know. Yeah, I'm terrible at that metric shit. We're Americans. We learn dumb yeah, shit. Yeah, we're the only ones, but, you know, we're superior somehow. So our next match is a six-man tag. Of Team Canada versus MIA, Abrection, Cajun, and Loco. Hey, MIA stands for Missing in Action and also Made in America. <laughs> Why are they not coming out to American they Made? They to Real American, yeah, for sure. That's American Made. Yeah. The WC one. Fuck yeah, they should. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, Rex. Well, the other guy's not using that it. That lawsuit so. would get a hell of a lot more interesting. That'd be more fun. Um, <laughs> I think it's WCW property, buddy. They have Jimmy Hart. They can just tweak yeah, it. He's the one who wrote it. It is. It's his. Damn it. They should have said it fucking about to, He ain't about to sacrifice that Hogan money. It's his manager, no. Doug. Yeah. <laughs> Four. <laughs> uh, Rection with a corner splash. He's still alive. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Still, doing his, still doing his promos at. Uh, Hogan. And he's still Plant as Hogan. energetic and shit. Like, he, he's. Well, I mean. Yeah, he looks, he looks eighty, and but in the sense that you can tell there's age in his face, but he's still mo- he's got the energy of like thirty five year old Jimmy Hurt still. Nice. When he was a pop star. I keep on dancing. Whatever group that was, I can never remember what group it is. The Gentries. Uh, Rection with a corner splash and the Cajun Loco do corner splashes, but jumping off the back of Rection, Loco hits a missile drop kick on <laughs> strong Rection Skipper. Well, <laughs> if Skipper, people could do, do leaps off your Rection. 
Damn, Doc. <laughs> you might want to talk to your doctor. Uh, they hoard patent that shit. <laughs> they jump off. Uh, the uh, uh, Loco hits a missile drop kick on Skipper while he is on the shoulders of Rection. Wait a minute. Uh, well, your Rection has shoulders? Jesus yeah. Christ. Mine's beefy. So you tell me you got a 225 pound friend and he was doing jumps off it? Yeah. Damn. Uh, Spring I need work. you to go lay down in that office. Hey, I told you to lay down. Oh, you are? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Don't bad. mind my surfboard, y'all. Uh, Doug and Sam's loco on the top turnbuckle like three times and then throws him on the ground. Skipper tries to do a crossbody him on, the on the outside, but AWOL catches him and then choke slams him through the table. AWOL gets on the apron and holds Storm while Doug is able to hit everyone with a 2 by 4 but the ref does just sees it and just ignores it. Typical Doug and then hits Rection with the 2 by 4 for the win. After the match... Right. Storm puts the chair around Rection ankle, and then Duggan hits it with a two by four. Like it's so weird. Like they are so haphazard for when they call for DQs. Has it doesn't even make sense? Has nobody keyed into anybody in WCW that what you do is you have the guy that the ref is checking on slash arguing with tell him when to turn around. Yep. Yeah. It's that simple. Even he, I know that. And say now, and then he <laughs> yeah. flipped like. Uh. So Rection has uh, his ankle busted in the chair, so uh, we'll see where that goes. Hopefully off TV. We go backstage with Stan and Jarrett barging in Russo's locker room again. Jarrett says that he's a rat, um, oh. says that they'll take care of Chronic and then him. Russo says uh, he has to go find himself a partner. We go backstage with that 70s bus arriving to the arena with Awesome, Mike Awesome, and Gary Coleman. Uh, Gary Coleman says he's going to get back at get back at Jarrett tonight. He, he's worried. I wonder what the rate is for hiring Coleman for two nights. Probably too much fucking money. A lot. You, you've seen those cameos on the cameo and be like, <laughs> "I'm not." How much am I paying you to talk for ten seconds to say, "Yep." Um, however, as they walk away, the Dark Carnival sneaks past them like Scooby Doo and the gang as they walk towards the bus. We got away with it, too. I got away with it for you rascally clowns. Damn it. Our next match is Chronic versus Jeff Jarrett and Scott Steiner, but Kevin Nash and the Thrillers come out. Uh, Nash says that, well, Chronic, you guys are not in the same league with Jeff Jarrett and Scott Steiner. That's true. not wrong. That's true. Nash then wants a couple Thrillers to volunteer themselves to see who uh, will funny. take on Chronic. <laughs> they all back up, but Sanders and Johnny the Bull, who was tying his shoes at the time, <laughs> So they're volunteered. Clark hits the meltdown on Sanders. Adams with the full melt on Bull. Chronic says they want more, so that guy Reno and Palumbo come down. Palumbo is the only one that gets offense, but then he gets hit. uh, But then they hit him with high time. Jin Jack and O'Hare start to come down, but Jarrett and Sanders come through the crowd with the pipe. They both hit. They hit both members of Chronic with the pipe. Jarrett hits Clark with the stroke. How how you say Chronic with the pipe? Yep, and uh, Steiner has Robinson make the three count. Let me tell him no. Sounds like you just hit Chronic with the pipe. I did, just celebrating my team. <laughs> then we see Russo knocking on someone's door. Da-da-da-da-da. Come on, knock on our door. We'll be with we showtime, folks. Knock, knock, knocking on someone's door. <laughs> we go backstage. There was mud. Mike Awesome trying to talk to Pamela, but then three count shows up to tell him that, hey, your bus looks like a joke. I'm confused. Up until he put a laser shoot on, he wasn't interested in... In fact, he turned her down Yeah, to go after fat chicks. Accurate. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, he's trying to bang her. And, and now she's like, 
No. Look at what you're just, wearing. Yeah, I mean, you look like a moron. Go ahead, pictures of my dad in the photo book mm. from the 70s. And I fuck him. <laughs> you know. So uh, the bus looks like a joke, so Austin goes and he, he pulls a Sid. No! Damn it! <laughs> As someone has spray painted, oh you gotta you gotta specify when somebody pulls a sid. Yeah. That means it has a lot of different meanings. Well, does he go play softball? No. Does he stab a guy with scissors? No. Does he, he snaps leg in nine no. places? No. He just yells okay. at the top of his lungs. Okay. Does he muff a live interview? <laughs> like, no, we're live, pal. <laughs> then we cut back. Is he no imagine, show a big event? Can you imagine that '70s sid? Groovy. Yes. That'd be awesome. Is that Van Hammer? That'd be awesome. That'd be Van, Van, Hammer. Van Hammer, right? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh. We uh, then we see Russo Mantar. Mantar, everybody. <laughs> then we see uh, Russo entering the locker room of one Sting. Russo uh, says, "I did not expect this." Don't you want Jarrett tonight? Russo's like, "Well, I guess the rumors were true. Sting doesn't have the heart anymore." Sting grabs Russo by the throat and tells him that it's showtime. I thought he was going to eat him. <laughs> then, we go, then we get a promo by Mike Austin saying that he is sick and tired of, being sick and of tired. everyone messing with his bus. The awesome love mobile. <laughs> awesome calls out Vampiro and says he wants a match with him, but it'll be a hardcore match and keep the clowns in the back. Uh, my, so our next match is Mike Awesome versus Vampiro. Where attached to that bus? Vampiro attacks Awesome with a kendo stick. They fight on the outside. There's a wheelbarrow full of weapons. Awesome. Like, what, what would, so hold on. So <laughs> it's like current GCW. There's this door. Why the fuck would there be a wheelbarrow in an arena? Why would that be there? Uh, the rodeo's coming in next week. <sighs> Goddamn Canada's. Uh, awesome hits Vampiro with a trash can lid and a kendo stick. They find the crowd. Vampiro climbs up like a small balc- balcony and does a cross body. Cody's here. Whoa, well, uh, smoke and mirrors. <laughs> awesome hits Vampiro with a crutch and a cooking sheet. Uh, the crutch breaks and like I honestly think a f- piece fell in the crowd. He sets up a table. Vampiro goes for the superplex, but Awesome shoves him uh, and keeps his balance and then does a top rope clothesline. Awesome tries to powerbomb uh, Vampiro to the outside through the table, but Vampiro fights him off and then just chucks a trash can at Awesome. Awesome then then Awesome then power bombs Vampiro out of the ring through the table for the win. Ow. Damn. Mm. All right. Uh, we go backstage with Booker. Just don't fuck with his bus, I guess. Booker busting. Into what? <laughs> I don't want to catch. You, I just want to catch you guys off guard. Booker entering Russo's locker room. What he does is he go sucker? Well, Russo, <laughs> Russo thinks that Sting want to have a plan, but it's Booker, and he just looks mad and doesn't say anything. Whew. Okay. He's constipated. That's weird. Then, weird then, is Russo turning face. What's what happening here? Well, he is face. what is happening is we see David Feinstein watching the tape. And then he throws it to the ground and breaks it and then yells for Stacy and then runs off. And by the way, guys, on Thunder, it'll be Stacy and Mike Tanay. So, so we didn't see the tape, right? No. Nope. We didn't see what happened? Okay. I was like, did I black out and miss it? He sids okay. it too, young Stacy. Okay. His mom has got it going on. It's all I want. Man, I've waited for so long. Thank you. Found Dwayne. There we go. Um, 
We got photo stills, by the way, guys, of Mike Awesome and Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Wrong timing, I think. Yeah, that's Oops. But our main event time is Scott Steiner and Jeff Jarrett versus Vince Russo and Sting. Russo's music hits, but it's one Booker T. So they're working together now? Their, their bad blood is over. 45 minutes later. So Booker T joins Russo and him and Stinger in a blood feud? All right. However, uh, Tony questions, what if, what if Booker wins? Does he get the title shot? It's What's actually happening? actually a smart move. That's why Tony's the smartest man there. So, Well, I mean, it's Jeff Jarrett. Well, I mean, Nash is still in the building. And Jeff Jarrett. And just figured out a way to... Third, nothing third smartest? Got it. Shivani would leave if he was smartest man in the building. <laughs> yeah. He's like, fuck this. I think he tried, remember? Uh, it's an all He's out, too fat to leave. That's right. It's an all-out brawl. Sting with the scoop slam to Steiner on the announce table. Sting with the big splash to Steiner off the top rope. Booker with an axe kick to Jeff. And Sting with the stinger splash to Steiner. Uh, Sting puts Jared in the scorpion deathlock. And Booker goes to the bookend. But Madeja comes in and hits Booker with yes, the pipe. Then Miss Jones comes out and pulls Medeja to the back. Yes, please. Can we follow them? <laughs> yeah. Where are they going? Jarrett puts Booker to to in his patent sleeper hold. Sting with a drop kick to both Hi, Jarrett and Steiner. Book hits the axe kick See, on you Steiner. Also have titties. Sting and Jarrett brawl <laughs> to the bottom of the ramp until Chronic comes out to take out Jarrett. Steiner then low blows Booker, and the ref just looks at him like, oh, come on, man. Don't do that. It's like, you're not going to. God damn it. Because that's like, you're like, he wants to DQ Steiner, but Steiner's like, don't fucking do it. He's like, I, I know. God damn it. Like, I'm not well, going like, to. That's how I'm supposed to do here. Steiner puts Booker in the Steiner recliner, but then Russo comes out like he just got beaten up. Hate your favorite. Uh, he grabs the ref. Uh, Steiner forearms Russo. Booker then Good hits. Good brother forearms. Booker then hits Steiner with the bat that Russo brought down. Then Booker puts Russo on top of Steiner for the win. As then Booker says, I'll see your ass next week. It's actually smart. If, if, from Booker's standpoint, that's a smart move. He hates Russo, wants to fight him. This is the only way to get it. So, yeah, I'll come in and do the dirty work. I'll see your ass next week. But you could have had him do the same thing to Jarrett. Don't know you need to have Vince Russo yeah. be panning Scott Steiner. Right. I'm not sure if Steiner was the one. Yeah, that, that part is, is rough. I you, would have gone with Jared. Do you remember last week as we talked about on the on the midweek about how the main eventers taking the L that but it still doesn't hurt the storyline going forward? This is the opposite. Yeah, this actually hurts him. This is hey Nick, this was, they drive to left. Deep right. So let's move on to Monday Night Raw. We're in Chicago, Illinois, because, you know, Chicago doesn't get enough. Well, back then they didn't. Yeah. All-State Arena, baby. Side of WrestleMania 13. JR with the big blunder. 13 straight sailouts going all the way back to 1979. Like, um, what? Lawler let him stew for about 30 seconds and goes, 79? <laughs> 9.97. <laughs> like, whatever, King. He's all pissy about it. Checks out. Because JR is a punk bitch. Yeah. <laughs> As you just said, as our commentary team is one JR and Jerry King Lawler. We're going to start the show off the promo with oh, one. Shocked, I am. Stephanie McMahon. Uh, she has come out here. I'm to, all grown uh, up. No, not Don't yet. Treat me like a woman. Don't not not like even that one yet. Just treat me like your boss who will squash your balls wherever you are. Treat me like my dad who rames me from behind. Damn. 
She's come out to because <laughs> she wants to end hell? something that should have done have should, should, that she should have done a while ago. She knows that men have already want have Clean always her wanted her affection for a long time, <laughs> and this situation has gone for long uh, for too long. Her night changed at Survivor Series in 1999, and it did for Stone Cold too. By the way, she had nothing to do with it. Thanks, um, Steph. <laughs> we were really worried about that. Uh, I like, yeah. Um, what has been going on between her and her it's husband and her good friend uh, <laughs> is petty. Stephanie calls out Mick Foley. She wants a match between. Uh, she wants the match between uh, Triple H and Angle to be canceled because she would be an unhappy woman if it continues. Then well, Kurt Angle out? comes out. Uh, Kurt admires her courage to come out here in Chicago. Um, Angle says that the match between him and Triple H has to happen. Angle has to teach Triple H a lesson. Stephanie will be in a worse place if it doesn't happen. Angle says if Stephanie has lost some of her memory, Angle has the footage. And it's Triple H's theme music. They're him beating her up accidentally. But it's just him constantly hitting her, hugging China, yelling at her, freaking out, God everything like it. that. If you lost, if you forgot. Uh, Triple H and call, uh, uh, Angle calls Triple H the I was like, most. Like, what, Fully put us together? Jesus. No. Uh, Angle calls Triple H the most pathetic person he's ever seen. This brings out one Triple H. But he doesn't come down storming. He just comes down his casual self like normal. Uh, he says he's knew about Angle's, uh, he says he knew about Angle's tiny package. Um, that's why he wasn't mad. Uh, Triple H says that he's been thinking about Angle, and he said he realized that he was all wrong, he was all wrong about one Kurt Angle. Triple H says that uh, Angle is some, some 30-year-old stud and says that he looks at Stephanie... And just wants to be friends with her. Triple H wants to know why a guy like that looks at Stephanie and just wants to be friends. Angle would want to go shopping with her. By the way, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, the homophobia was... Triple H says that he's okay with Angle living the alternative lifestyle. Uh, Triple H says it makes sense that uh, with all those looks he's been giving... Uh, Triple H, maybe it's time for Angle to open that closet door. So, well, I'll just talk about it now. When I was 13 here, this was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, not so funny now. No. Now, like, not, like honestly, it's like, not even like the most horrifically offensive thing this company's even done. It was this just week. lame. Yeah. yeah. Just fucking lame. Second dude. grade humor, but I, I'm with you guys. It was funny then. I was but now you're so like, into the like <laughs> Triple H. Like, you stay the fuck away from my wife. That was so much better than this. Yeah. It's funny because the other show has Queewee. Yeah. But this is the homophobic gay bashing stuff. And you're right. Um, but I, even, I was 20 and thought it was funny and all. You know, it was. But now, this aged poorly. And this is also why the other day I. I uh, voted on a thing, and I will take NWO over DX any day because it's all. Once you get past that awesome first run of Sean, it's all homophobic, yeah. racist bashing, or just a really like, lame reunion tour like, in those six. Honestly, so. so the original incarnation of DX was like from November '97, by the way. Yeah. To WrestleMania 14, Xbox promo. Yeah. When he comes back, mm-hmm. after that, downhill. And that's why no matter how many failed individual attempts to redo were, 
those those Triple H Sean ones in 06 through 09 were just as bad. Terrible. I will take NWO all day long over DX. Yep. I saw your, I saw your vote on that. I agree wholeheartedly. I don't think our host does. No, no, he does. He's a DX guy through and through. Yep. Bleeds that green, baby. Well, he likes that homophobic and racist stuff. Oh, wow. yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Sorry. I tried to sway him through guilt, and he's like, nah, I'm good yeah, with it. We're good, brother. Smells like shit. <laughs> hey, hey, Rock. Uh, don't worry. Mick Foley comes Can out. Can I enter your back door? <laughs> uh, Foley says that he lived in a house once with amateur wrestlers not as good as Kurt Angle, who was, Olymp- who was on the Olympic team. Uh, Foley wants to know what team Angle is on now. Uh, Foley, which time, is, out. time out. Crap, they make Foley say that. Not just that. But now Triple H and Foley are working together in comedy. No. no. After everything that happened the last year, that pissed me off more than anything. Last week, when he just continues to yeah. fuck his marriage up. I was like, oh, hold on, hold on. No, you've lost me now. Yeah. You lost the plot. Bullshit. Uh, Foley then says he wants this trio situation to break up, and that's why the match will Trio's happen. Match? The trio situation. Oh. And that's why Foley will be the special guest referee. Yeah. So Foley then makes a tag match tonight of Triple H, Kurt, and Tri- uh, Stephanie versus Trish and TNA. <laughs> um, we go backstage with the right to so I we have like that. TNA is getting a push, but not really. They're squashed. just the designated yeah, jobbers just... for this feud. Yeah. Yep. And they have a female. With, and it's not. It's not going to be the Hardys and Lita because they're the baby faces and number one contenders for the tag titles. We go backstage with the right censors as they have the plan to censor the Dudleys. Uh, but first, they have to barge into AP. Is it a white hood? No. Uh, they barge into APA's bar, uh, office, and then they ta- they take all their... Uh, it would scare Devon, but turn Bubba on. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> that's enough. That's enough. Oh, they, they were trying to plan on censoring the Dudleys, but APA barges in the room and attack them, and they're, but they're outnumbered for two. I, I s- wonder where this is going. I smell it, man. I, yeah. Yeah, I was I, like, God fucking damn So it. our first match tonight, guys, is the Dudley boys versus the right to censor members of Goodfather and Bull with Val and Steven. By the way, I don't know if you know this yet, but I'll announce it now. Hey, this is our last broadcast on USA as we're moving the TNN. Awkward that they had to wait until then, right? Yeah, we're like we're like twenty minutes in. No, I mean like they haven't been talking about it for a month. Yeah, uh, it's actually longer than that. That they've known. Yeah. Well, I know, but I mean, they couldn't say anything because there was a lawsuit. I uh, I was looking into it. Yeah. After I watched this episode. Oh yeah. There's a lot of drama. So save it for your mama. They. Well, let's talk about it now. Yeah. They, in June, were allowed to open negotiate with other companies. Um, and they want, WWF wanted whoever owned USA at the time, Viacom, I think. Yeah, that's right. Sounds about right. To pay more money to have the privilege to broadcast the XFL. And the USA was like, had for had right of first refusal, which essentially just means whatever CBS offered, they had Imagine. the right to match and they would keep them. And WWF and their hypocritic ass nonsense said that wasn't fair and sued them to get out of the contract because mm-hmm. they essentially treated WWF like an independent contractor. It's funny and how w- you hate it, doesn't and it? WWF couldn't handle that. Hate the gasp. Also, but there's multiple layers to yeah, it too. Ahead. So 
first of all, they did want a lot of more money for XFL games in USA. Oh. Rightfully, so I was like, no. Can, do you know the number? Because I looked at the number I too. Remember the number. So what did what did Fox just pay WWF? Do you remember? It was like five billion. Five billion. So it's a billion per year, right? Yeah. So the winning bid to broadcast both SmackDown and Raw was twelve point six million dollars a year. <laughs> How fucking insane is that? There you go. Anyways, go ahead, Corey. Uh, but they were also demanding um, that they don't have to be preempted for the dog show and US Open anymore. Which is not wrong, by that the was way. Mo- that was the biggest contention, and USA wouldn't guarantee it. Even though they destroy those two things in ratings. Yeah. yeah, because they were hot. Yeah, they were destroying, but they wouldn't do it. Um, and that's when the pettiness came in. Like, fine, mm-hmm. well, then, you know, Vince holds a grudge. So yeah, fine. he does. So we'll just go. And TNN were smart because they were looking to rebrand up until September. They were still the Nashville Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were looking to expand um, nationally. So they rebranded the National Network. Yep. And they were going to build around the centerpiece of World Wrestling Federation. Um, they were going to put Raw on TNN. Sunday Night Heat was going to MTV. Mm-hmm. Um, SmackDown, of course, was on UPN. It was a different deal. contract. Yep. Um, but that was that was they they knew they had to have something to base around. Yep. Because uh, not only were they rebranding, which is hard to do, but also they were in I want to say twenty to thirty million less homes than USA Network. They talked about that the night they were like, find the channel because it's you know you may not have it to so find it. It was going to be hard because one, you may not have it. Two. It's a new channel in a sense. Yeah. It's TNN, but it's not TNN. And I don't know if you remember this too, but at the time, I don't know about satellite, but digital cable shit, channels were changing all the time. Yeah. It was like... It was like <laughs> FM rock stations and like... Yeah. Just, always yeah. like... Because uh, uh, I... What's this, the word for radio? It's a revamp or... Oh, God. What is the word when they change formats? Reformat. So I think it's reformat or relocate <sighs> because I know like, like for here, it's like... 979 KNRQ is now 103.7 because they moved it to Portland. Yeah. But, like, this is an example. Like, um, ESPN back in the day was, like, 23. Now, it's, then they bumped it to 35. It and was. Then, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's like I was saying. Like, they were revamping the channels everywhere. Every couple of years, you, like, you could get a new... TV guide because it's like, all right, here's the channels, and these are where they're moving to. This was previously 25. USA was 25. Now it's 58. It was forever it was 25. Well, yeah. I mean, like later years, I mean, for us locally, it, like it, when it went from Fox Sports Net to Root Sports. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's like, wasn't TNN 27? 28. 28, yeah. Because 29 was MTV. And then... 20, 27 was TNT. 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 It was, AMC was 26. Yeah, it was, it was back-to-back and channels. And then was it like 30 t- country? Like the, no, the, it was 28. National Network. Oh, National... Okay, okay. Became, that's what CMT yeah. was before yeah. oh, CMT. CMT. No, yeah. CMT was its own thing, too. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was saying. But 30. we didn't have that. No, it wasn't 30. It was... Um, was it Cartoon Network 30? 33. Yep, and Nickelodeon. And then TBS was 34. Yeah. Nickelodeon was like thirty six. Thirty six. Yeah. God, how, how can we remember all that? But we're right? tiny because square, it was like that tiny forever. Square remote. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It was there forever. That's why. Thirty two was like Family Channel or some shit like that. Yep. Which doesn't even exist anymore. But yeah, no, it was a it, they got more money. Weather channel was sixteen. Yep. 
They got more money. Well, I'm old enough to remember when TBS was on 17. There it is. And before that, or after that, it was on. It was Channel Three. Forever, TBS was. Damn. That became WGN. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, <laughs> terrible deal overall. Yeah. They got way more money, but they <laughs> should have just sucked up that pride and made a deal with USA. It's gonna do because that because one, their ratings. How do I put this? The death, the death of the Attitude Era in terms of dominance started yeah. with that first show on TNN because it was available in 30 million less homes. And while the ratings were strong for that channel, they were nowhere compared to what USA was getting. Like they, they stopped getting sixes. They were in low fives. Mm-hmm. Can't and wait to kept, find out what yeah. the next week. And then it kept getting lower and lower. Yeah, I was very, I'm very interested to see next week's ratings. Yeah. I'm very interested to see. Um, it's good. And it beats the hell nitro. I mean, yeah, but it won't compare to the peak USA ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's that's tough, man. It's tough to recover and stay hot. And more than anything, that change from USA to T and TNN is what started the downfall. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's all that shit put together. Was I mean, of course WWE did dirty business. I mean, are you shocked? USA was totally in the right to say fuck you. You know what? Although. In the end, they should have played ball too because they should not have preempted them. No, they should That's have preempted nonsense. them. You have USA owns like seventy five fucking channels. Put them on one of those other fucking channels. I don't know if contracts were different back in the day where it was like, no, we paid to be on USA, so we're going to be on USA if you're the US Open. I don't know. Maybe. Um, but they should have played ball too because they had not yet become super strong for uh, for their TV. Like Monk hadn't debuted yet. Um, so really, when they lost WWF, they lost a lot, a shit ton. Because it's not necessarily about the it's not about the it's about the advertising dollars you lose what you lose, and they lost all of that because ad money. because a lot of their shows for reruns of Silk Stockings and Love Him Nikki for their for a lot of the shows for USA was weekends, it wasn't weekdays, and it wasn't even like I said they didn't have any of those big hits yet. Yeah. Monk hadn't started, Burn Notice, none of that shit. Sorry, they, what, I, I think the one they had was the one that Anthony Michael Hall was in, like, Dead Zone. Dead or Zone. That was like the one they had. But Dead Zone started later, too. I thought it was 2000. Um, it was terrible, man. Uh, it, was a, it was a bad decision on both parties, which is not usual. Great for TNN, because I don't think they get off the ground without Dodef. And then they eventually, when they would re-ran later, I mean, it hugely helped them having that demographic yeah. watch that channel. Dead That's Zone, why they rebranded the way Dead, they did. Dead Zone is 02. 02, okay, yeah, so yeah, they didn't have that. They just had fucking Jag reruns and Walker, Texas Ranger. I think Still Stockings is done by 2000. They don't have that. Damn. Yeah, not a good. Lot of, uh, a lot of, lot of drama. Um, Two seconds. I might be able to do something for you. Um, no, that's WB. That's, no, I want USA. I was trying to see if I can find you the lineup for USA. Uh, I just found it. Uh, okay. Let's see here. I'm trying to think. Of, I'm just looking at 2000s right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm in 2001 right now. Just. Uh, Pacific Blue was just ending. Yeah. La Femme Nikita ended in 01, so they still had La Femme Nikita. Um, something called FBI Family. I don't know what that is. But those two, you just, the first two you just mentioned... They were big for USA, but they were nothing compared to what they would start having. Monk in 02 is when it started. Yeah. Uh, there is literally nothing that was on at the same time as WWF leaving. Nope. 
All this is later, or it was their shows that were ending about the same time that weren't huge ratings anyways. So think about this. Jesus Christ. This move is... Who got fired? You say for doing that fucking deal. Who got fired? Oh, I'm not sure. My God. This this move, like I said, is, is the number one reason the business gets a little cold here. Because all of a sudden, that's 20 to 30 million available homes that couldn't watch Raw anymore. Mm-hmm. And they didn't go to Nitro. No, so, they just stopped watching. So that's just a large section of fans who quit watching. When do they go back to USA? Is it 04? 05. 05. So think about this. There is a huge percentage that quit watching around this time. And then, spoiler, there's a huge percentage in April of 01 that quit watching. So, so think about all those numbers put together in like a six-month span of fans who just... Because... You know, spoiler, uh, ECW shuts down here in a few months. Those yeah. fans don't go anywhere. They're yeah. just like, fuck this shit. Yeah. Fuck this non-ECW garbage. We're not watching this crap. So there's a ton of fans mm-hmm. who just, around this time, pieced out. Call, call not, it good. Not particularly because they wanted to, but they couldn't watch Raw anymore. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the fucking channel, what are you going to do? Like, you know, the internet wasn't a thing yet to watch episodes of Raw. That I'm, wasn't a thing. I'm a huge wrestling fan, but even I don't think I would have been like, well, I'm getting rid of this and getting satellite then. To have, they have the channel. I'm, I'm not going to that trouble. Fuck that. Yeah, it's like, no, I'm good. No, we're good. Also, I think less of you if you have satellite, to be honest. <laughs> well, let's talk, about, let's talk about this match. Oh, we're still Which here. match? Where we're are we at? St- we're still at match number one. Uh, they hit the was up headbutt the, oh, yeah. on oh, the bull. The they go and try and get the table with Steven and Val Stink Attack. Bull and Goodfather do the double big boot. Dudley's uh, with the reverse neck breaker. Ref gets distracted, and Devon Goodfather fight on the outside. Steven comes and hits the Steven kick on Bubba for Bull to make the cover. It's four on two until APA comes out, and even the odds as they double spine bust Val. Ugh. Uh, spoiler alert for later. I'm going to no sell that match. Okay. <laughs> uh, that will be marking out no selling on the midweek. Uh, backstage, we see The Rock. No, you don't. Right. Arriving, the, uh, arriving to the I... uh, arena. I have pieced out on everything right to censor and Dudley Boys, so I have no interest in this. It's not good, Bob. Uh, the Rock comes out. We get a promo. Uh, Rock, uh, people. Why doesn't he carry the belt with him when he's not wrestling? You ever notice that? Stupid Whenever he's doing it, even promos, he does. He never has the belt, which is weird. He's uh, too good for it. Uh, Rock says that he responds to losing in two ways, well or poorly. Rock shows the footage of The Undertaker getting... Uh, uh, of SmackDown of him getting uh, 3D through the table or undertaking 3D through the table and then the Undertaker chokes slamming the rock through the another table. Rock says that uh, they would never be friends but he's he has always respected him. Uh, if Undertaker wanted a title shot all he had to do was just ask. If he, if he wanted a match tonight all he has to do is ask. Undertaker comes out. Uh, yeah, Undertaker, you can come out as the American badass, the phenom, Lord of Darkness, Lord of the Monkey Piss, but well, whoever comes out will get their candy ass whooped. Undertaker does come out. Rock says, uh, uh, Undertaker says, yeah, Rock, you should respect me. Uh, Undertaker has been winning titles since The Rock's been in high school. In the back of your daddy's car trying to make moves on Mary Jane Rotten Crotch. Got her. Uh, I actually thought that line was better than anything Rock used this week. Oh, you're yep. wrong. <laughs> I was like, damn. Uh, Undertaker boy, though. So I was like, oh, where is that? <laughs> yeah. Found it. Undertaker, t- Undertaker told The Rock not to piss him off at SmackDown, and Rock left him in the ring, cost him the match, though. So you pissed him off. Um, 
Sort of. Like, you got thrown out of the ring. Like, I don't know what to do about that. But. Are you sure Taker didn't get pissed off because it was just last Thursday on SmackDown that he found out that The Rock is half black? Bump, bump, bump. It's possible. Don't worry, guys. I mean, Mc... that Devon put into a table. Don't Can worry, guys. Mick Foley comes out. Uh, Foley says that I thought I was going to stop you two from getting your hands on the uh, on each other. Um but they are wrong. Think of stopping them, but they are wrong. But that makes me... Chris Benoit comes out. Benoit says that he should the get a title shot. Huh? The voice of reason. Benoit says you should get the title tonight. But then Kane comes out. But Kane says he should get the title shot tonight. Chatty Kathy Kane. Before he says, well, guys, the title's not going to be on the line. The Rock said there it would be, but he's not. The Rock might be the most electrifying, able to make a catchphrase that Foley can steal, wear the shirt that Foley can't pull off, but he can't make matches. So tonight, it would be Benoit versus Kane and The Undertaker versus The Rock. Benoit and Kane just begin to brawl on the outside until separated. Oh, we'll go now. We'll go Fuck now. It, Fuck it. We'll go live. Uh, <laughs> Benoit hits Kane in the back with a chair. Undertaker and Rock have a stare down. Sign of the night pops up. OJ hit Austin. <laughs> That's an awesome. <laughs> I didn't see that. That's an fucking awesome. awesome. And then someone in the arena dressed up like the Blue Blazer. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus Christ. And it's the guy next to the OJ hit uh, sign. Oh boy. Yep. Damn. Yep. Too soon, bro. Too soon. <laughs> uh, earlier today at the Playboy Mansion, they asked if Hugh, uh, Hugh Hefner, if Eddie stopped him. He's like, no. And uh, you guys cannot wait to see what. China looks like in the magazine. We go uh, backstage with Eddie uh, trying to apologize for going to the Pelly Boy Mansion. He didn't know what he was thinking. China's telling that it's okay. Eddie says that he'll be more sp- sp- uh, sp- supportive. Thank you. It's tongue tied there. And he should respect her and be kind. Uh, China says that Eddie be should. Be kind, f- rewind. Eddie's- China says Eddie oh, should really focus on tonight and get ready for his match against Rikishi tonight. But then Eddie starts coughing. He's like, you know what? I don't feel good right now. God damn it. We come back from commercial break, and Benoit and Kane are still fighting. Is our next match is Kane versus Chris Benoit. Do you guys want to take a guess? Nine inches. What time? How long have we been? Uh, I think it's like 34 minutes. How long this match? How long this show's been going? And I had the bell ring for the second match of the night. I'm going to say 42 minutes. 41.44. Oh, Damn, just over. Damn. So which so literally the top of the hour the second yeah, match started. We're pretty much near the top of the hour. Yep. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Kane throws Benoit uh, back into the ring over the second top rope. He had Benoit attacks the left leg of Kane. Kane with an enziguri. Kane goes What? The, Hold on, what? Kane with an enziguri. <laughs> Shouldn't it be the other way? Shouldn't Benoit well, hit the hit one? Hold on. Hold on, hold on. He is masked. He's a luchador. He should be a luchador. How dare you? How, how, who do you to doubt El Kane? That's it. Uh, someone who believes in masks and uh, <laughs> vaccine mandates. There Throw disco out, but Kane and the filthy animals. Dirty. Oh, fiery. Uh, he would deport all of them. <laughs> yeah, he would. Yep. Uh, uh, but I'm, from, I'm from Texas. Now you're out. Let's see your green cards. <laughs> uh, Kane goes to the shoulder tackle in the po- uh, corner, but Benoit moves and Kane goes in the post. They fight to the outside. Kane drops Benoit in the barricade. Benoit hits Kane with the with the ring yeah. bell, and the ref calls for the match. Benoit, Benoit hits him again. Benoit shoves the ref. Benoit hits a flying headbutt on Kane, but Kane gets right up as Benoit oh, leaves. One more closer to Daniel. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say who's better, but can you buy Crippler or can you buy Kane shorts on that website? Not yet. No, you cannot. Touche. We go backstage as we see uh, TNA headed to the ring. Uh, Triple H telling Stephanie to stay away from TNA and that she can take care of Trish. Yeah, especially that Dixie Carter bitch. Uh, Triple H says that he'll try and stay away from Angle. As an Angle comes in, Angle says if anyone goes near her, he'll be the one on them. And Triple H like try not to hit on, uh, try not to hit, uh, try not to hit on my wife again. So you know, Angle says, uh, uh, try not to hit your oh, wife. Try not to hit your wife. And Triple again. H says, try not to hit on me. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Hey, hey, hey. So not our, that there's anything wrong with it. So, so my assumption now is we're at the top of the uh, top of the hour. We're entering second. Uh, Hour of Raw as our next match is Kurt Angle, Triple H, and Stephanie versus TNA and Trish in a six-person intergender match. Uh, Stephanie shoves Trish before the match. Angle it's kind of a dick move at this point, isn't it? What yeah. counter programming the world title match with this because it's the hottest thing on the on your show. You've already soundly defeated them. You're just kicking a dead dog at this point. Just keep kicking. I'm fine with it. Damn. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of running the score up. Yeah. yeah, so huge fan of it. Actually, both teams tried. Uh, Angle Did they? <laughs> one team's trying. Uh, uh, Angle with the belly belly suplex on Tess. Albert with a double arm stalling suplex on Angle. Tess with a gut wrench power bomb to Triple H. You're the thought. Kurt tags and Stephanie. Uh, Triple H just comes in to attack Test. You okay? Go, go okay, on, okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, Triple H makes the cover, and Jared's like, I don't understand this. Triple H- Stephanie's the legal woman right now. Yeah, I was very lost. Uh, Tess slaps. Uh, it's a little Joe bit. Who's the legal man? <laughs> Who's the legal man? Uh, Tess, first. Tess shoves Stephanie Where's into the corner, and Trish hits a bulldog on Stephanie. Tess goes for the flying elbow on Stephanie, but Triple H trips him. Triple H gently pushes Trish off the apron. Triple H and the pedigrees test and put Stephanie on top for the win. Albert and Angle beating each other up on the outside. Triple H and Stephanie hug and pose, but then Angle comes in and grabs Stephanie and hugs her. Triple H tackles Angle and then throws some punches until they, uh, they get out of the ring, uh, out until Angle gets out of the ring, but Stephanie holds back Triple H. Thoughts, sir? Oh, not, not now. Okay. Oh, okay. Holding, oh. More towards later. Okay. Okay. Uh, we get moments ago what just happened in this match. Backstage, Eddie has the shakes, and he doesn't feel good. Eddie says, well, if someone's going to have to fill in for me, I think it should be you, Mamacita. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, China agrees to the match, but Eddie's like, there's only one little thing. You're uh, you're next, and I got your back. <laughs> uh, then Taz comes out wearing a top part of a tuxedo, just the jacket. As he insults Lillian, and then he says, well, you have the night off because Taz is now the ring announcer for the rest of the night. God damn it. Uh, Taz, uh, as Rikishi makes his way down the ring, he weighs over 6,000 pounds from the waist down. (laughs) Uh, Taz then decides to stand over Jerry Lawler and just stand next to him the rest of the night. As Lawler's like, hey, man, your chair's over there. He's like, no, I'm good. Uh, however, Eddie comes down covered in a sleeping bag. Uh, Rikishi runs up the ramp and attacks Eddie. Uh, he throws him into the still steps. Rikishi hits the corner splash and is going to go for the stink face, but China punches him. Um, China's just standing there before the, anything, just don't know what to do. Eddie then sprays something in Rikishi's face and he leaves. China checks on Rikishi but hits the Samoan drop on China. Rikishi tells Eddie to come back in the ring to get her. Or he's going to hurt her. 
Then Rikishi hits the, probably the most gently <coughs> uh, corner splash I've ever seen. Yeah. That his feet hit the ground first, and then he slowly sits on, uh, barely sits on China. Uh, Eddie gets, gets in the ring after Rikishi leaves as Taz yells the results in the face of Lawler. <laughs> Taz is awesome here. Then we get a promo by one Stephen William Regal. Hey, he's back. I know we didn't talk about the uh, loser, Lord. loser Leaves match from WCW Saturday night against him and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. But uh, He wants to be a happens. good ambassador to, to the American friends, but he wants to show people proper manners. So there's a table set up in the ring. Uh, so he, uh, Regal shows how to properly set a table and how it works. Put the napkin on your uh, lap. Never whip or dap. Just dap. Never whip your the napkin. Dap it. Um, he has where the forks are, where, the, where, you know, what a fancier place would be. But one, Chris Jericho interrupts the segment. Jericho demands Willie to shut the hell up. Um, Jericho says uh, this is a, his debut and William should be making an, an impact. Because why? Because Jericho made his debut in this very arena. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jericho says, I mean, grab this tablecloth and pull it out and everything will be standing untouched, unbroken, and won't touch the mat. So then Jericho wraps the sheet up and tosses everything <laughs> to the out of the ring. And the look on Regal's face. What? Oh, that's why he's the best. That's crazy. And, this starts his 22-year career with the company. Yep. Xbox then comes out of nowhere and attacks like Jericho. He attacks Jericho with those nunchucks. Uh, not not a stiff this week. Not this stiff. Uh, <laughs> Xbox, however, puts the tiny table on top of Jericho and jumps off the second turnbuckle uh, and breaks it over. I would never try that. That could end very badly. How dare you tease me with Jericho Regal and give me Jericho Xbox? That's Don't why, get me wrong. That's why X-Pac has seat now. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> that's where it all started from. X-Pac is really good, but him and Jericho don't exactly see eye to eye and have good chemistry. No. So. And Regal has chemistry with everybody. Not, not named Goldberg. This dog. Mm-hmm. It's a no for me, dog. Uh, we see The Rock pacing back and forth, getting ready for his match. Uh, they show what happened on SmackDown again of him getting choked on by Taker. Then we get a recap of Survivor Series of Austin getting hit by a vehicle. So our next match is for the WWF Tag Team Championships. As it's too cool versus Edge and Christian. This is pretty much a gift to too cool. They they made a point of saying that on commentary. They were gifted this match. They didn't really deserve it. Yep. They were gifted it. I'm like, mm. oh, that's really good. Put them that's, over strong. That's pretty good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Christian with a spinning heel kick to Scotty. Grandmaster Shaxi throws Edge and Christian into the corner, and Edge falls on the crotch of Christian. Little stink spot. <laughs> Grandmaster Sexy with a sit down powerball on Edge. Scotty hits the worm on Christian. Edge accidentally. Uh, Spears Christian Grandmaster Sexy hits the hip hop drop But the refs focus on Scotty Leaving the uh, ring Instead of the pin Christian then brings in the tag belt But uh, not gets knocked out, out of his hands But Edge uses it to hit Grandmaster Sexy for the win Then security comes out to take Taz Away from Lawler Because they can't <laughs> touch each other to the pay per view I like the Taz bit. I do too. And mm-hmm. uh, I know it's not the bit. I know wrestling isn't all that matters on these shows. And the fact during this era, it was proven. The only time wrestling's ever hit white hot status is when wrestling is the least important thing on the show. Yep. It's, it's, it's fact. 
But I just really want a Christian versus Grandmaster Sexy. I mean, we don't. We've said that multiple times, and we in the past couple months, our MVPs or our uh, people from segments, not matches, yeah. segments lately. Speaking of segments, we got a Jerry from New York. His naked Midian's there. <laughs> Fuck. Segway. Hey, why is this naked guy with his balls next to my cheeseburger? <laughs> it tastes better now, though. <laughs> his ball hair improved the taste. <laughs> oh, God. Midian pubes on my cheeseburger. Who put the fettuccine on my salad? <laughs> Shout out to the movie Waiting. It's <laughs> a good movie. Abe Lincoln. Still Waiting sucks. I watched that tonight, oh, actually. Still Waiting. waiting. Still waiting, waiting sucks. Oh, it's terrible. I'm going to watch tonight, actually. Still Waiting? No. Oh. Okay, good. But Waiting's good. Yeah, Waiting's good. Uh, I think it's on Netflix. Uh, don't worry, Mick Foley comes back out to do a fucking cut a Smackdown Your Vote promo. Fuck me. Uh, they were roundly told no by everybody, and they were pissed off about it. So, WWF doesn't like hearing the word no. You don't say. So they had to go and be dicks and have them, have them call them out on TV. I got news for you. It doesn't matter. They both ignore it. Yeah, they don't care. It doesn't matter. Because, like, honestly, like, the rare occasions where they do get it, we got that terrible Barack Obama, John McCain thing. It was fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And it oh. didn't help those guys at all. Jesus Christ. Well, you know. Smacked on your fucking vote. I mean, good for them for registering people. That's cool. Yeah. Who was 90,000 people? But, you know. You don't say. I mean, good for them. I mean, more people should fucking vote. Young people of America. But fucking Christ. We- I love, by the way, they showed one person. They were like... Why would they come here? Nobody watches this crap. I was like, why would you put that well, in your package? What to, are you doing? To prove that they were bipartisan? But <laughs> prove they were right? Sure. Because if we know one thing, it's the McMahons are bipartisan. They're by something. Lingle's not one of them. Partisan ain't one of the others. Oh. Oh. Where are we at? Are you fucking Andrew Dice Clay? We're at the main oh. event. We're at the main event. It's time. What's sucking my... For the main event. Thank God. Action packed action. The Rock takes on The Undertaker. Chris Benoit is joined commentary. Oh, that's not great. (laughs) Undertaker with a side rock slam. They fight on the outside. Rock does his five punches, and Undertaker falls back on the announce table, and then The Rock punches The Undertaker in the groin. Jesus. Uh, uh, Rock gets thrown into the ref. Ref bump. Undertaker with a DDT. Rock hits the spine buster and hits the people's elbow, but the ref's still down. Rock goes over and kicks Earl to get up. Undertaker gets up and <laughs> choke slams the Rock. Earl That's does his Earl count, but the Rock kicks out. Uh, Undertaker stops the Rock bottom, and Undertaker hits the last ride for the win. But Kane comes out and it becomes an all-out battle between all four. Well. But then the Rock hits the Rock bottom on Undertaker to stand tall at the end of Raw. Well, if I've learned anything from WF over the years, that means that Undertaker is not winning on Sunday. There it is. Also, um, boy, could I be less interested in a main event if you, you you might be able not to pay me. Two guys I am just burnt out on okay. in this company. Hear me out. Is that a shot at Kane? <laughs> yeah, is that a shot at Kane, brother? Uh, put a mask on while you're at it, brother. Uh, no. uh, would you watch, would you rather watch The Fatal 4-Way that we haven't watched yet? Mm-hmm. But I know you probably have. Or... That 14-man elimination chamber 
elimination match from. Oh, I'd rather watch the dark four way. But okay. I'm talking about this main event right here. Oh, this one. Okay. I couldn't. Two guys. I'm just tired. I'm I'm out on the rock and I'm out on Taker. So we watch this one or the elimination, the the single, this one on one. But you have to watch it, and then you have to watch the ending too. So you have to watch both shows. That's tough because I like a good car wreck. No, oh. but. Touché. Like, I mean, this is a better match. Yeah, okay. I heard there's no doubting that. I'd probably rather watch the other one, though, because you're like, mm, this is going to go sideways real quick. And it did. Yeah. Why don't you go back to the pay-per-view war stories uh, to listen to what we thought of that 14-person yeah. elimination match. So cold. So, what was the better show? Hmm. Hmm. Raw was there. I'm actually going to say Nitro. I actually am too. I agree. Nitro was a little bit more funny. And I'll tell you what. I didn't think... So the thing is, like, nothing like super like offended my sense as a wrestling fan, but Raw was just boring. Yeah. No, I mean... Nothing was like out like out, like bad, like outlandishly bad. It just was... Eh. You know what it proves to me too? This has been going on for decades because to me it feels like this is one week Wait. too much in terms of... That every match that matters at Unforgiven the, was ready to go. The twenty minute segment uh hmm. opening of who who hit Austin. Well then should have been stories. Week. I have a different thought of that. Yeah. Because like this week, Triple H and Angle went from being super serious to gay bashing. For over fifty it's like years. It just, you know, so it was like, okay, so we were all fever pitch and now you're you're limp did Kurt, you're limp did. And I was like, Do we really need that? Is that gonna help the storyline? No. No. Yeah, I think the four way doesn't really need it. I mean, it's just—it's literally four guys thrown together. They're not even trying to get a cohesive story. Yep. It's just, hey, we all want the belt. Okay, well, you—you you could just run that every fucking month if you're lazy. Well, well these three want the belt, so the four way. Lazy booking. And oh yeah, there's really nothing else pushed or pubbed for. So it's a, so far, it's really a two match card. Mm-hmm. There's other matches signed, but it's like nothing is really like pushed. Well, let's go to the ratings. Uh, last week, WCW got a 3.2, while WWF got a 5.8. Let's see what WWF does on its final show on USA. WCW got a th- 2.75, while WWF got a 5.7. Okay, keep that number in mind. I'm really yep. interested next uh, week. It will be there. So let's go to our favorite part of the show, the awards show. <laughs> Let's start off with best match. I went uh, the six man from Raw, Triple H, Steph, and Kurt versus TNA. Yeah. There's, I mean, I liked Nitro as a show better, but there wasn't a match that was. You had your mid main event at, at half, then you had the tag team match that the blood feud of uh, Sting and Book ended in a minute and then. But uh, I, I like the six-person as well from Raw. Uh, Jabroni match of the week. Can, can it be the cat and disco just because it was the cat yes. and disco? Uh, mine is um, Vince Russo beating Scott Steiner and Jeff Jarrett. I mean, it's not good <laughs> for business. <Yeah. laughs> uh, who's your mo- uh, MVP? Kevin Nash. Kevin yeah, Nash. Kevin Nash. <laughs> Without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> Kevin Nash was fantastic. <laughs> uh, who's your motive? Uh, Vince fucking Russo. Yeah, he's mine as well. I'm trying to think. Uh, 
I'm gonna go Triple H. Nope. It just it seemed like and I know well he had a lot of hand in his own creative and yeah. it was just like I don't have a moral problem with the gay bashing. It was a product of its time and he didn't say anything that was over the line. In fact it was kind of lame really. But I just thought it just killed a lot of the build for the match. It was based on like you're trying to take my woman, I'm angry with you. I want to now like oh, I think you're gay. You're I'll beat you easy. You, you just want to hang out with my wife. And I'm like, well then why do I want to watch that match? Mm-hmm. It just killed it for me. Uh, mine, um, I sort of hinted at it earlier, but with what they did with the thrillers and literally getting Goldberg sucks chance from a live crowd, the war's over. Okay. They literally have nothing else they can do now. Yeah. The, the, the one act they had that mattered is irrelevant now. And the one they were starting to push, um, you had Tigers beat. Mm-hmm. So, Yep. You literally have no chance, no reason to watch now, guys. Booker, keep it moving. You've busted Booker. Yep. Uh, Nash sees the writing on the wall. Like Scott Steiner is over, but he's not enough to make a difference. Like I just, there's no reason, there's no need. If you were watching real time, there's no reason to keep. You can just stop. Uh, mine is also the it's sad. It's a sad day. It is when like it's clear, like yeah, no, they don't, they don't have anything else. You know, I can tell you the time. You know, the chamber's empty. Are you done? Yeah. I'll give you my number if that's okay. Yes, sir. It piggybacks off yours. That's a really good point. I didn't realize there were a, there was a lot of internal optimism in that company and in wrestling fans. Period. That the move to TNN would help WCW quite a bit. Actually, they were hoping, hey, that's a lot of less homes. Those people will want to wrestling. Nitro's still there, but you fried your company to, to such a point where. Those people were like, nah, I ain't watching that. So so what could have been a huge boon to your business, you have already single-handedly killed it before you even had a chance to try to get those guys. So that's an opportunity lost. God damn, that's a lot of people. Yeah. That is a lot of people that you could have casually picked up on Monday nights. Yep. And nope. Um, I'm just going to piggyback because it's... It's that thing of... Will you stop? I right, thank you. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Hanging from the rest. So we, 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 we have Side seen... Rest. We've been to Canada in different companies, in both companies. We've seen the, you know, the Canadian stampede for WWF, that we've had Team Canada versus Team uh, USA, and how no one in that, in that paper you gave a crap about anybody but the Hart Foundation. Well... Not entirely true. Well, not, well, but you're you know, comparing it, apples and oranges. Well, no, though, well, it's I, the Hart family in their hometown where they were like gods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but I was going to get to you know it's the Beatles in Liverpool. Yeah. Like, but but what I was going to get to is this point of then you go to WCW and it's they try to bread again, but they didn't really. Try. They, yeah, but <laughs> but they try to do more with Lance Storm, right? So and we go back to Canada for Nitro, and then we have. But I'm with you guys. The fact that you have them booing Booker T and Tony has to make the comment like, hey, this is weird. Then you have them chanting the Goldberg sucks chant. And it's the fact that basically it's them bitching out Goldberg. And then they're like, yeah, hell yeah. We, we agree to this. We missed something so huge. Was the thought you had earlier? Nine inches? No, no. That's free. Yeah, we say for later today. But mm-hmm. thank you for remembering. Uh, 
we missed something so obvious. They are in Canada. Of course they're going to chant Goldberg sucks. He killed, he ruined Brett's career. The national hero in wrestling. You ruined his career. Of course he's going to be booed in Canada. It's fair. It's like Sean. Yeah. They love Brett in Canada. It's not just Calgary. It's, oh, no, it's Canada. So he literally won, uh, not a poll, but he finished second behind Gretzky for most influential athlete in Canada's history. Yeah. And I mean, you're not going to be Gretzky, but like. And this guy. Bret Hart. This guy ruined his career. Professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. And like. And it was a close vote. Like, Gretzky won, but it wasn't like a landslide. It was a couple thousand <laughs> votes, not like... Like, Bret Hart is God's status up there. Yeah. But, like... It's so cr- that's a We have God's status point. for Bret. That is a great point. But now, as we've said earlier in the show, now they're booing Booker, and that's supposed to be your next well, top... Well, that's just on the bad booking. That's the bad booking. That's why the, my, the motive and is for uh, everyone, Has, Vince Russo, is like the fact of... You have you've been building up to Booker, which we said years ago. Same with Steiner. Put the belt on him. He's hot. He's this. Now you're doing it. Now I'll take the fucking belt off him. Now I'll take the belt off him. There's no need from having need him to have it. And now we're booing him. And it's just like now the storyline is that he's helping Russo. What? You know what it is? It's the classic case of too little, too late. They're yep. finally ready. And by ready, I mean they have nobody else. They're finally ready to go with Booker and Scott. Too little, too late. About two years too late. Could have made a difference in late 98. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine building your main event scene in, in late 98, early 99 around Goldberg, Booker, and Scott as the three young studs? And you still have Hogan and Nash and in the mix. That's you still Sting. have Hogan and Nash and Sting Savage. and Flair and Savage and Page. To Who those three young guys can beat? Yes. Absolutely. Brett. Brett. You could have used Brett. At all. Would have been great. <laughs> Period. <laughs> used a lot less of Piper. Just saying. Zero would have been yeah. you know, uh, better. But. And then on top of that, you also... That's not true. They needed one Hogan-Piper match. One was fine. And then you need to spend 99, not only elevating those three where they are, but also you spend 99 elevating Benoit and Saturn and... Jericho. Jer- who's Guerrero. Yeah, Guerrero. Because if you elevate Jericho, he probably doesn't leave. Like him or not, in early 99, Conan... Conan. He was white hot and from the Wolfpack. Ray is unfortunately too small yeah. to elevate, so which is unfortunate. So that's a you lot know. of young. Te- Raven was always over with the crowd. You never used him. Like, there's a lot of talent you could have built up. The demon. Yeah, well, special way to event. Special way to event, baby. You know, you, you, you have a drastically different war. Yep. But you instead, you away. don't. And uh, Giant leaves in early 99. Jericho's like, well, fuck this. I'm out. He this goes. fucking sucks. And then five months later, you lose a huge chunk of your roster in one night. I, yeah, yeah. It's a. I've always wanted to fantasy book. Um, WCW for the last two years. I've always wanted to go from January fourth, ninety nine, and fantasy book what I would do. Because to be honest with you, I don't even know. But I'm interested to find out what do I end up doing? What do I change? What do I tweak? Like, who do you lose? Who do you bring in? Because you're not going to keep everybody. I always decided I would go, just to make it fun and challenging, I would go with who leaves and and and, and signs in real time. Okay. So, like, so I would... So, book Benoit until January of 2000? Yeah, I would book him until then. I would use Brett until December 99. I would... Who comes in, I would use them when they come in. But what would I do differently? What, it, would it make a difference? Probably. Fought two, dude. 
Jesus Christ. Got him. <laughs> you broke Corey. Joe kind of reminds me of Bobby Heenan in later date WCW on these podcasts these days. He's absent for ninety percent of it, then he comes in with a with an overrated quip and like, oh, I'm done. <laughs> Stanzia goes out on top, baby. Uh, Stanza. <laughs> for that being said. For that being said. Yeah, um, should be. We're moving on. He to has no idea what we were talking about anyway. You no. you wanted fast book the last two years of WCW. I was I was listening. Now you would book. It's uh, kind of the cliff notes of it. I, yeah, you're missing a huge chunk of it, but yeah. Uh, booking Benoit Jericho. No. <laughs> nope. Damn. Nope. Go to the closing, sir. That's fine. He was looking up MLS. You know that fake yeah, sport. That fake sport nobody cares about. Yeah. Okay. Well, soccer. We're moving on to the midweek as we're going to be marking out no selling for WWF Unforgiven. That'll be interesting. I think I'm going to be different than you guys on a lot of that. The Night Stone Cold Return. That's no selling for me. Uh, on, midweek? on midweek? Yeah, yeah. We're marking out no sell. Stone Cold doesn't return, though. No. Unforgiven? For marking out oh, no yeah, selling I thought for you were saying like, Sorry, I pulled a Joe. I was like, missed the first part of it. Uh, yeah. Costanza. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, not looking forward to it either, honestly. So, I'll be on the midweek. Um, not. You can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can find all of our blogs, all of our podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can find us all on the social medias, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagram. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. No? You're not going to do it? Okay. Anyway, you can listen to all... Baby! There it is. You can also listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. 